Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. So that Life opening snort was uh, thanks to Rob. Um, just so I got you know. a snort in there? Yeah, yeah. I said, hold your breath, and you went, and then I started the music. That was me holding my breath. <laughs> I didn't say take a breath. I said, hold your breath. Well, I had to have one to hold it. All right, fine. Welcome to the Life is Hard podcast, the last episode of the wonderful year of 2020. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is the episode where we get to go back and catch all those things in your notes that we've missed. Oh, speaking of that, I got a, just a quick correction on last week's podcast. Rob pointed out during the podcast that he thought the angle of the tilt of the planet was 23 degrees, and it turns out he was correct. So, That's close to correct. It's 23 and a half. Yeah, close enough. I mean, you're a lot, you were a lot closer than 12 and a half, which was my, my assumption. Um, anyway, I did want to maybe talk about something else related to that later, but we got to see if we have time. Yeah, we got a lot tonight, don't we? Well, if we don't do a year in review, then I think we have a relatively normal night. We've got like five topics to discuss, unless you got five more. No, I was thinking we were going to catch all the ones that we missed that, you know, are on your notes that we didn't have time to get to. And I didn't have time to get to 2020. <laughs> and I didn't have time to get to them. Oh, aren't I, you glad this is the unedited version? Yeah, well, I have some good news. Um, re- regarding the podcast next week, our first podcast of, oh, are you going to be here next week? Yeah. Okay. The first weekend, uh, first podcast of 2021, we are going to have Connell Fullenkamp back. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I just talked to him cause I keep forgetting to ask him and I thought I better give him a call and say, Hey, when are you going back to school? Well, this is like the first time we've plugged something that's upcoming. We're oh, it growing. can't be the We're first time. As, as long as we've been doing this, we've never plugged anything? Not like in the future, I don't think. Oh. Like next week we're going to have, I mean, I guess we talked about what we're going to talk about next week, maybe. But. Which reminds me, somebody was telling me today, I was talking to someone on the phone, and they said, uh, I think it was one of my clients, and they said that they saw something on the internet where... Uh, they had a Back to the Future meme, and there was a thing that said, don't go to the year 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we were joking about how, like, on the timeline, you know, in the fabric of space-time, there's, like, signs. Do not yeah. enter. Roadblock. Warning. You know. Yeah, I was thinking, like, it's a pothole. Yeah. You know, those annoying potholes that never get fixed and you drive around all the time. Yeah, well, he was saying that uh, given how people, you know, go around barricades and stuff, that just that would just probably just bring in more people. So, right. So, um, speaking of phone and internet, yeah, it's amazing, amazing that you have them. We didn't have them for two days. Yeah, but someone here. blew up the AT and T building. Yes, and and that's, about ten, 10 miles from where I live. Now, I don't know a whole lot about uh, about that guy and and the whole thing. You probably know more about it than I do. But I did read today that he was investigated about 16 months ago uh, based on his girlfriend saying that she said he was building a bomb. 
But they, yeah, yeah, she told them. Yeah, but and they, they didn't have looked enough. looked at the RV and everything. Yeah, they didn't have enough evidence to search anything, though. And I, and I kind of get that, you know. I mean, if he'd have been a black guy, they would have searched. They'd have torn his house apart. But since he was a white guy, right? yeah, they couldn't do it. Um, that's going to be yeah, a recurring the, theme with me tonight. I've got a few of those. Uh, <clears throat> the, the lawyer blocked them from going any further. But it is interesting that when it came to light who he was that all the authorities said, oh, we never heard of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a police report. It's not like they don't do, you know, however many of those a day they do. Um, I don't want to I don't want to lay too much heavy on the police department because they probably get a lot of reports of things that they either can't investigate or investigate and find Are out there's people building going. a bomb, though. People build bombs all the time. I mean, and gosh. it's not just not just the police department, but like they forwarded it to the FBI and all that. Who doesn't have a bomb? I mean, really, do you know anybody who doesn't have a bomb? Uh, I don't have a bomb. You don't have a bomb? No. Oh, gosh. You're so- Am I behind the times? Can you buy them at Walmart now, just like you can the guns? Well, you can buy the parts. You got to put them together. So, no, but more seriously, though, um, when they said that he blew up, you know, they, they're like, originally, they're like, we don't know what his motive was. He didn't talk about politics or religion or anything. And I'm like, he parked in front of an AT&T building. What else do you need to know? Well, they did say he was paranoid about 5G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, then, too. But but I And then one of the stories I read today said that he spent some time in the park hunting aliens. Well, I know. There was, was a rumor it? that he, that someone had pictured, had a picture of him with a MAGA hat on, and of course that could be photoshopped. So I didn't want to put too much credence in that. But. Yeah, I don't know about that, but they did say he was hunting lizard people in the park. Well, that that's not unusual, though, is it? People, a lot of people hunt <laughs> lizard people in the park, and then, and then of course the the whole five G thing. That's a crazy conspiracy theory. But the fact that he blew up an AT and T building to me just says, oh, he's just a typical AT and T customer. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, who is it that that picks on AT and T all the time? John Oliver. Yeah, because yeah. they own uh, HBO or HBO owns them or something. Yeah, he's constantly attacking AT and T. So, yeah. Well, um, he's the first person I thought of when I heard there was an explosion in front of an AT and T building. I'm like John Oliver did it. The, the irony, and of course, this shows you the where we the world we live in. He. Parked an RV full of explosives in front of AT&T, a, a, a communications building. And now they have a giant, like if you want to be symbolic about it, they have what we call the Batman building downtown. Uh-huh. And it's very tall and very obvious, one of the Nashville landmarks. It's the AT&T building. But right. he didn't blow that up. So no, he, he specifically the data center. Yeah. Right. Went after the communications part. Right. And, you know, so maybe he was paranoid about 5G. Maybe he had a specific vendetta against at and I don't know. Well, that was the rumor that he was paranoid about the 5G. I, I just right. was, I was just making fun of the fact but, that, you know, most of us don't love our telephone company. Right. Well, the, the and this is why I bring this up is because about a day and a half into it, you know, we still don't have Internet or anything, you know, from phone service was interrupted from Kentucky all the way down to Alabama. Wow. AT&T customers were pissed off because they hadn't fixed it yet. Like, yeah, we know there was a bomb and it destroyed, you know, 
Yeah, an entire two, two blocks building. of downtown yeah. Nashville. <laughs> exactly. But God damn it, fix our internet. Right, right. Why you know, why can't you just snap your fingers and put it all back together? Exactly. You know, it only takes like one loose wire, and the whole thing doesn't work. I mean, it just it's 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 almost trivial what you could. They're like Christmas lights. One goes out, they all go out. Well, it's not. I mean, I don't want to be silly about it, but but you think about it. Like, let's say you've got a power wire that's shorted somewhere. You can't turn the power on until you find it and fix it because you've got a short circuit. You know, it's it's like there's all kinds of things that have to be connected. Everything's got to be working, and it's got to be working right, right? I mean, you, sure, you could bring maybe a few things online at a time, but the point is that you've got a lot of details, you know, it doesn't right. take doesn't take a whole. It's not like in the movies where you can. You know, I love how the movies are when you watch these sci fi movies. Right, a ship will be attacked, and it'll be you know all these torpedoes will hit it, and they'll blow sections of the ship off, and and all this. And I mean, not even talking about the fact that you'd lose you know the pressure in the ship. You know, the fact that it's got an atmosphere, right? But but they they're like, oh yeah, we'll patch this up. We'll have this working again. Next thing you know, the ship's fully operational, and you're like, what did the enemy hit? Right, I mean, right. what, you guys got spares for everything? You can just, you know, anyway, yeah, it's just, it's never that easy. Divert power to the shields. Yeah, people are going to be really disappointed when we go into space and they've been watching all these Star Trek movies and their whatever and whatnot movies and thinking, yeah, when if something happens to the ship, they'll be like, oh, well, don't worry about it, we'll fix it. And, the, and you, you know, they'll be like, no, we actually don't have the tools and materials to fix this we're just gonna have to live without these functions until we get where they're what <laughs> we have to what yes we won't have this section of the ship it's gonna be shut off and we're gonna lose this that and everything they're like no and you're like why can't you fix it because it's a lot of complicated shit and we we're not have- gonna have internet on the ship right exactly <laughs> not after that anyway um, anyway, so I wanted to, to, um, I don't know what to start with, but the, um, I think we've already started, but go ahead. Oh, it's, oh, shoot. Shoot. Wait a minute. <laughs> this has been a crazy week. You know, we were, um, you know, talking about like a year in review, right? But there's no, there's, there's, it, this is, we've had an earthquake in Croatia. We had a, a powerful tropical storm hit Fiji. Brexit, Brexit supposedly done now, I think. Okay. Um, we, we should be getting as by the time our listeners are listening to this podcast. Um, well, depending on when they listen to it, it but but by the time they listen to it, they should have their check, their six hundred dollar check, uh, from the federal government. Sweet. Yeah, but the two thousand dollars don't hold your breath because it sounds like uh, McConnell's going to put the screws to that. So, uh, so anyway, I want to talk about this thing because this is kind of a. Uh, uh, gun control thing. Um, I don't know if you heard about this Saturday night shooting in Rockford, Illinois, by the by Duke Webb, a Green Beret. No. Okay, so Duke Webb. me. Duke Webb, active duty Green Beret, twelve years of service. Um, uh, was in Rockford, Illinois, at a bowling alley that also has a, a bit of a restaurant. And the bowling alley, I think, was actually closed. People were there eating, and um, he just uh, open fired. Uh, Saturday night, on the patrons. They don't really know why. I guess they haven't spoken to him. But anyway, he, he they think maybe it was a PTSD thing, right? Um, but Everybody's he, going nuts. He killed three people and he wounded three others. And when I say wounded, like one of them, 
there's a chance he'll die. And and the 14-year-old kid was shot in the face, and they still got a bullet under his eye that they can't remove. So, I mean, it's pretty bad. It's not like there was one young woman, I think a 16-year-old girl, who was shot in the shoulder or something, and she was treated and released. But otherwise, the the three wounded are actually two severely wounded and one, you know, probably will have a fucked up shoulder her whole life. Anyway, um, I just wanted to point out, though, uh, a couple of things. Uh, the guy's already been charged with uh, three homicides and three attempted homicides. But I think they may have jumped the gun a little bit there because, and you're going to hate me for saying this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just... I'm just trying to be consistent with how we treat law enforcement officers. Two of the people, I, at least two of the people that I could figure out were people of color, uh, two of the victims. And we have not yet gotten background checks on them, so we don't know if he should be charged with shooting them or not. <laughs> we don't know what they did to provoke him. Exactly. And we don't know if they were thugs <laughs> or... If, Oh. I'm just saying. I'm trying to be consistent. Oh, okay. The letters are pouring in. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Do I told you. Write letters. I, I told you. You'll hate me for this, but I'm just saying we have to be consistent. We can't. We can't be treating these people differently. Uh, but then I want to go on my. I want to go on other things. So, so because this guy had 12 years of experience in the military, and had served honorably and was a Green Beret, he's like the obvious guy that you'd say, well, he can carry a gun. Because he's, you know, highly skilled and trained in the use of a firearm. Right. By the same token, he's also more likely to have PTSD. Right? And yeah. and this is the kind of dichotomy that leads me to what I keep saying all the time. You don't need to carry a goddamn gun. Because if he hadn't had a gun on his person... He could have had his PTSD episode, and maybe some people would have gotten hurt. I mean, maybe he would have gotten in a fight with somebody, and maybe some people could have even gotten pretty badly injured. But you probably wouldn't have three dead, one dying, and a 14-year-old with a bullet under his eye, right? I mean, these are the things. This is why I just beg people to have some common sense. I'm not saying I'm taking away your firearms, and and I'm not saying that this guy, who is, you know, again, a highly skilled firearms operator, shouldn't have been allowed to carry a, or to own a firearm. I don't know about I – do we have to tell you you can't carry a firearm in a bowling alley where people are sitting around eating? Why is this not common sense? Why is it not – I mean, maybe we need laws, but we can't seem to get those. And now with this conservative Supreme Court, we're not going to get them. So don't hold your breath on any – rational gun control well, measures whatsoever. I mean, we don't have any issue telling people you have to wear a mask to come in here. Why can't we just tell them, I'm serious. We don't have any issue with that? <laughs> well, well I mean, we don't. I mean, there are people uh, that don't do it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and there are people who are carrying guns because they're protesting it, which is the other thing I've said many times. You don't carry a gun to a protest. Um, but this is the kind of thing. But like, the businesses still have the big sign on the door. I mean, they won't let you in without a mask, right? But they can't ban you from. There's a lot of places that cannot ban you from carrying a gun. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is why don't we just have the same? Yeah, have the businesses say we don't allow. Well, some businesses you know. do have those signs. I don't know how easy they are to enforce. Um, 
Because if you have a concealed carry permit, I believe the state says where you can carry your gun. And for the most part, you can carry it anywhere except for like schools and courtrooms. You know, it's, it's, that's how it is, I think, in North Carolina. That's anymore. crazy. I would think private property would trump that, but anyway. You would think, yes, but but it's considered, you know, a constitutional privilege. This is the problem with this. And I, and I, you know, I think we need to amend the Constitution. I don't, because the Constitution clearly says the right to bear arms shall not be infringed, right? And it's, you know, it's very clear, but that was written Two what two hundred and fifty years ago? Yeah, I mean this is this is a different but world. That's always taken out of context too, though, because there's more to the Second Amendment than that. I've yeah, I know it says in order to maintain a militia, you know, of whatever and, and all that. But exactly I, like for that purpose. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, but right. I mean, and it's the citizenry at large. It's not like each individual must be allowed to have a personal gun. I understand. I'm just saying that it's difficult to argue against that wording. Like, it needs to be redone. It needs to be basically repealed and rewritten in a sane way that says, you know, we're not taking away citizens' guns, but citizens don't have a blanket check or a blank check to just take their guns anywhere they want and have them with them when they're around other people. Because this is unfair to other people, when you're in a situation like this, uh, you know, just a a place where people hang out and expect, uh, you know, to be relatively safe, and you know, then you've got people that are carrying guns, and the potential for this is always there. I know the gun rights people will say, "Oh, good people with guns are going to protect people," and all this bullshit. No, this guy was a good guy. He served honorably for twelve years. Um, and and he he was not a bad guy. He was not this Green Beret guy. He's not a a thug. He's not a repeat offender. He's not a criminal. He's a regular guy, just like you and me. But he lost it, and the potential for that happening, especially when there's alcohol involved, or when, I mean, anybody can get can get have an off day, get angry. I mean, I'm not saying I would shoot somebody because I was angry, but the point is we can't know what every individual is going to do. You know, at what point they're going to snap, at what point they're going to misunderstand a situation, maybe shoot somebody when they think something's happening that's not happening. I mean, things aren't always as clear as they seem. That's I'm just begging for people to have some common sense and limit that we're we're moving to a world where everybody is getting a concealed carry permit and they're all armed. This could happen anywhere at any time. And I repeat, this guy was not a thug. He was not a bad guy. He was just a regular guy visiting his family for the holidays. Goes off for some reason, and we may never know why. We may find out, but we may never know why. He goes off and he starts shooting people. Had he not had guns, this couldn't have happened. Anyway, I hate to lecture, but that's just how I feel about it. Well, I agree. <clears throat> Not getting much argument from me. I hate guns. I've said it before. Oh, maybe I'll find something you can argue with me about. No, you won't. I did. <laughs> yes, I can. I will find something. No, you won't. Yes, I will. No, you won't. <clears throat> Thank you. So, um, 
I, do, I would like to mention that the, this year the Green Berets uh, celebrated their first female member. Sweet. Yeah. I guess. Um, well, now I mean, we have you know, female killing machines too. Welcome to the club. So I don't know if you heard about the the um, two people who were shot in their car by a police officer, and they um, they. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this was also in Illinois, by the way. Oh, but the reason I the reason I bring this up though is it's the same story. It's the same shit. You know, they stopped them. Something went down. They end up, you know, having a, a mix up and shooting them. But what? What I thought was interesting was that Illinois, uh, the chief of police or whoever, I don't remember what the town was, Waukesha or something, but anyway, the authority, that whoever was in charge of this police officer, uh, relieved him of his duty very quickly because he had violated protocols, police protocols. And I was, uh, I was like, well, that's good. They're finally, you know, instead of stalling and and whatever you know saying well we need to wait for the investigation to complete whatever they, they're doing something right well it turns out i hate to be a fucking cynic but i am it turns out that it's a hispanic officer <laughs> and i'm like oh my god it's the somali guy all over again remember the somali officer in minnesota who was charged yep. and, and convicted yeah it's like come on people so if you're a white officer, here's the rule. If you're a white officer, you can shoot people of color. It's okay. Um, if you're not a white officer, you should probably abstain. Don't these officers, you know, like watch the news? Are they not aware? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that seriously, that's my big question. It's like you would think that by now that every time they exit their vehicle or draw their weapon. They're thinking in the back of their mind, if I shoot this asshole, I'm going to end up fired or on the news or, you know, convicted in the court of public opinion. I should maybe think twice about this. Well, I mean, given the protests and everything else this year, you'd think somebody would be, would be seeing that there's a tide change because there really is. I mean, I'm really hoping that, that, what happened this year does bring about actual real change. We haven't seen it yet. It hasn't happened yet. But but you're right. If the police were paying attention, they'd be like, hey, you know, the, the writing is on the wall, right? Yeah, I mean, it might not be bringing about actual change yet, but it is bringing about a change of sentiment, certainly. Well, I mean, that's where it starts. It starts with the general populace agreeing that there's a problem. Once we can all agree that there's a problem, well, not all of us, we're never all going to agree, but once we get a majority of people agreeing that there's a problem, I think that what we saw in the elections and the number of uh, minorities that were elected, not to federal government, but to local governments and stuff like that, I think we're seeing that people are saying, hey, we need more equal representation in the government. Um, I, I mean, I really, I don't, I'm, maybe I'm being optimistic and, and there's the guy, uh, I heard interviewed today who said optimism has no upside. He said, uh, you know, if you're an optimist, you, you know, you and you're wrong, you, you're going to get busted. But if you're if you're a pessimist, you can't lose because if you're a pessimist and right. what and you you're predict, wrong, things are good. If you're exactly, and if, if you're, you're right, right, you can right. say, "See, I told you." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think that's why I am a pessimist. It could be. I that's don't know. a good point. 
It's like hedging your bets. I like to think I'm an optimist, except that I prepare for contingencies. That's like what I like to think of me. I, I don't like to think I'm pessimistic, although some people would say I'm. Um, if, if, if it comes on that, I say I'm a realist. But either way, you, you can't win for losing. Did you see the, um, that we have the first known case of the super spreader COVID-19 variant from the UK? Yes, it's in modern, the United States. Yes. Yeah, in, in Colorado, yeah. So given how fast it spreads, in two days it will have covered the entire uh, North American continent, probably. Nice. It's just, you know, it's always good. Actually, my county uh, where I live, uh, we now have uh, a record number of people in the hospital with COVID. And um, I don't want to say I'm happy about that because I'm not. However, I saw this coming. And there's my pessimism there. I warned, I said, you know what, the way people are, I don't know how it is where you live, but people here do not take it seriously. Yeah, I mean, I see when I go out, I see people with masks most of the time. Well, yeah, when you're in a store, because the people are required to wear masks, you'll find yeah. about 80% of the people have masks on. Not 100%. I mean, you can find people without masks any day, at any time. Every time I go to the store, I see people flouting the rules. I'm sure they put their mask on to get through the front door, but they take it off. Right. Um, so it's not a, and I guess the reason I say we don't take it seriously is because when you look at like traffic, uh, when we had the shutdown, it was more like, hey, everybody go to Lowe's and buy, you know, the home improvement store and, and buy lumber so you can do, you know, build a new deck on your house. That was what mm -hmm. it was. It wasn't a shutdown by any stretch of the imagination. The traffic was as heavy here. Everybody was talking about, my brother was like, God, it's so quiet. You can hear the birds singing. You know, he lives in the city. And, you know, there's no traffic. Nobody's out and about, you know. And I was like, wow, it's not like that here. <laughs> it was the same as always. And and If not worse, because now everybody's got time on their hands. Yeah, yeah, it might have been worse. I, I know I had a, a friend who worked at uh, the home improvement store, and he said he was working overtime. They were so busy. They were just, like, selling crap like crazy, and everybody was, and, and uh, you know, customers weren't. Back then, that was before they had the mask mandate. So it was about a 50-50 split with people wearing masks or not wearing masks. But um, it was never, I I my observations here have been that people just don't take it seriously. They do exactly what they have to do uh, and no more. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I don't want to see the hospital fill up with, with victims, but I think it's inevitable. At some point, you know, COVID's coming to town, right? Yeah. And if people aren't doing something to, uh, to limit the spread, then it's going to get around. What about this vaccine we keep hearing about? When is that coming? <clears throat> it's coming. They said that we've had 65,000 people in North Carolina vaccinated already. Well, I don't know. How many, on it. They, I think there's like a million nationwide, right? I don't know. But I mean, realize we have 330 million people in this country, right? So, I mean, a million people is dropping the bucket. So we need to, it's going to take a while. It's, there's another vaccine out already. Um, so we've got three vaccines now. Well, no, wait. The third one is going into clinical trials. So it's not ready yet. It hasn't been approved for, but it's but it's it's ready to go. They're testing it. We should have it in a month or two. Um, so anyway, we should we should have three possible vaccines by what? March. Any of them good against the new Colorado thing? 
In theory, they all are. Okay. Because the faster spreading one didn't change that much. It just has a slight variation. It should still be... Uh, I don't know that they've absolutely ascertained that for a fact, but they believe the vaccine is a broad enough vaccine that'll it'll take it out. I just want to take her a moment to remind everybody that some asshole ate a pangolin. <laughs> they some, did. Someone ate a... Who ate a pangolin? I, uh, whoever started this. That's how it oh, started. Oh, oh, <laughs> Well, do we know that for sure? Was that the... I think so. That's where they narrowed it down to. The, originally, they thought it was a bat. But it transferred it. Trans, the bat transferred it to something else. But I, I didn't pangolin. think it was a pangolin. I thought it was and something. then and then some asshole who thought it was cool to eat a pangolin ate a pangolin, and I then I don't boom! Think, I don't think he everybody thought it was, got sick. I don't think it thought it was cool. I think he just was trying to find something to eat. Yeah, well, don't pick a pangolin. Well, bush meat in general is dangerous. Um, we've we've shown this several different. Several different uh, diseases have come from eating bush meat. See, um, people try to get me to try like sushi and stuff, and I'm like, no, man, you don't know what's in that crap. Well, and you I, don't. That's true. And and you can't even you can't even see a virus under a microscope. So they these hide people real. need to be much less adventurous in their eating habits. Stick to burgers and fries. Oh, and I'll go. I'll go one safer. better for you. I don't know of any virus that's ever developed in a vegetable. So yeah, uh, yeah, I figured you'd go there. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're gonna go there, I mean, we're talking berries about berries and nuts, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally happy eating my vegan diet. I don't have a problem. I do, I do once in a while slip, you know, like go out and have if I, especially if I eat at somebody else's house, and they put things in front of me that have dairy or meat in them. It's like, oh fuck it, I just eat it. But that's pretty seldom. It's pretty rare. I just saw, looking at a recipe today, that there is vegan Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire, whatever, how do you say that? Um, I can never say that. Worcestershire? Worcestershire, yeah, sauce. So I was like, oh, so the Worcestershire sauce I have is not vegan then. Like, I didn't know that there was such a thing as non-vegan Worcestershire. <laughs> right. So yeah, you learned... It was just like... Soy sauce with seasoning in it or something. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was some kind of vinegar or something. I don't know. But anyway, you learn something new every day. Um, so obviously I am not a good vegan because some of the shit I'm eating is not strictly vegan. But anyway, so um Oh, oh, this is funny. Do you remember the Boston Dynamics Terminator robots? Nope. You don't? I know we've talked about them before. So Boston Dynamics has been making these robots. They've been improving and improving. Like there was a, every once in a while they put out a YouTube video. And um, there was a YouTube video where a guy was trying to knock the robot over with like a broomstick. He kept pushing it down and it kept, you know, catching itself. It was, you know, very good at balancing and would just do like what you would do. If I pushed you, you'd step backwards and catch yourself, right? Right, but the thing was amazing. Like it was not a, not just able to walk, but able to maintain its balance even when you were pushing it around. Right, and uh, anyway, so now and, and back then it was tethered too. By the way, that robot was actually had a big cable that went to like a supercomputer that was telling it what to do. 
Now they're completely autonomous, and they've got a dancing video online. You can find it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you can find a video of them doing a, a choreographed dance um, to Do You Love Me? Do You know, the, now that I can dance, right? Um, What's and, now? Work, work. Yeah, exactly. Work. Anyway, these robots are dancing, and they're not just, like, dragging their feet around shuffling. There's a there's a dance move where they put that one leg way up in the air like a gymnast would do, and stand on one foot, and then do a little you know thing and then put their leg down. And I'm like, wow! I mean, these things are balancing on one foot like there's nothing to it. They're not even like wobbling. These are like rock solid. I'm like, that's it. They've created the Terminator. Yep. We're fucked again. We are done. We are gonna, we are gonna be sitting, laying in our beds one night, and the door's gonna get busted open. We're gonna go, and it's gonna be a dancing Terminator robot, <laughs> and challenge us to a dance off. Exactly. And if we lose, we die. Tur- yeah. <clears throat> I hate to tell you this, but I would. We will dance to the death. That was, <laughs> that was a really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. Uh, yeah, just stick with the I'll be back. That's the easy one to do. I'll be back. Exactly. So, well, I mean, that pretty much takes us to the end of our podcast tonight. We'll be back yeah. next week. Next week with Connell. Yes, and right. a whole new year. God, I sure hope he makes it because now that we've announced it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we want to, don't want to overpromise there. Yeah, we're going to have thousands of people waiting to hear him right. speak and then sell virtual tickets, have well, a big Zoom meeting. I do want to mention that I promised him we were not going to discuss the economy. How? Connell's a funny guy. You would but love. he's an economist. I know, but I wanted to bring him on and have him just, you know, yuck it up with us. All right. Because otherwise it's like we're asking him to come to work. All right, fine. There's nothing new in the economy anyway. It's just, I mean, if you want to know the state of the economy, just look in your trash can. We're going to talk about stimulus checks. Yeah, I hope I hope we all have one by then. I know, but I'm just saying that's what we would talk about, I would imagine. I don't know. I'll have spent mine already. It won't matter. That's the beauty of, of, of giving money to poor people. Is we spend it. Spend it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Well, life is hard, but it could be worse. Life is hard, but it could be worse. Life is hard.